Hello, everyone. Let's just have one of our talks here and um, let's not make it special, okay? I mean, let's just have one of our talks and let's not make it special. Let's not, you know, we don't have to go into the Lotus or anything to listen to this thing. We can just listen to it, in, you know, in our, in our jeans with our feet propped up, be fine, be fine. So, because there's nothing special going on here and this is not special. So if you had your hopes up for a special speaker, you need to go find a different YouTube to watch because there's not one here. There really is not. It wants to believe it. This unit, <clears throat> by nature, the 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 the, the body mind that combination, um, is naturally arrogant because it naturally has low self esteem. So it became arrogant to fool you because I knew that I was worse than you, but I wanted you to think that I was better than you. And, and I never thought about just being one of the crowd. I was either better or worse. Now I'm not either of those. I am one of the crowd. And so are you just one of the crowd. You're not special either. You're, I know that sometimes it feels like you're special. And you, I know that you can certainly be told that you're special. Hell, you get somebody to fall, fall in love with you, they'll tell you crazy shit. <laughs> but none of that's true. You're not special. The specialness story will be either that I am, I have a victim story. I've been mistreated. I've been misunderstood. Um, and uh, people do not understand me. They won't understand me. They can't understand me. And they won't do what I want them to do either. Damn, they're so interested in what they want to do that they're not paying any attention at all into what I want them to do. <laughs> Imagine that. So it's either that I'm a victim and these victim stories, this is very, this is absolutely fatal. You get stuck on a victim story, it's fatal. If you can't wake up because of your, the, the, the life you've lived and the victim that you are, <clears throat> if you got to hang on to that victim story, you, you know, you need to go, well, I don't know what you need to do, but I would invite you to go look at um, <clears throat> one of the great traditions because they're very good with that stuff and I'm not. What I'm very good at actually is helping people tell themselves the truth, which means that I'm actually, this is awakeness telling awakeness that awakeness is actually through this unit uh, appears to be have a talent for getting awakeness through other units to tell itself the truth. That's all. This is an easy place to tell yourself the truth. It's what an awakening session really is. It's an easy place to tell yourself the truth. There's no, not any sense of danger because what are we thinking? You know what? I'm, you know, God, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm been mistreated up to now. And if, uh, if I wake up, uh, what the hell is going to happen to Fred then? Fred wants to know. 
what will happen to Fred when Fred wakes up? Because Fred has been misunderstood so far and, he, and probably he's gonna miss this too. But I hope not. I'm really trying to, to, to not be a victim. I'm really trying. And I'm thinking that I'm gonna work my way through that soon. Now understand, if you've got a psychological issue, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor or a lawyer or an Indian chief, okay? Uh, I'm not, um, if, if you want somebody to handle your finances, I give you the name of my accountant, but I won't do it for you. I stick, stick with my field and my field is very narrow. So, and I'm, and I'm very slow to give advice because I don't know what you should do because I don't even know what this should do. Once something has happened, then I can see, oh, good job, right? But I'm as talking as much to the happening as I am this unit. Good job. The inevitable has occurred. <laughs> good job with the inevitable, right? <laughs> God, this is really insane. You have to learn uh, to balance the, the absolute imperatives of non-duality with some relative perspective. Because if you don't, it just goes to the unit's head and then the unit will spoil everything for everybody. That's what they do. I've read about it. I never, I've never seen it myself. I mean, I've never seen it within me. I've seen other teachers that were doing it. I surely could, I surely have. And, um, and, I'm, and I might've done a little myself back in the day. I don't know. I, I'm not, I just, I would, be a, I would be the worst person to ask. I'm sure there are some of my detractors out there who would tell you that that was the case. Okay, live and learn. So, be willing to give up the crown. Be willing to give up the crown of being most special or least special. Give up the crown of specialness altogether. Be as ordinary as dirt. I cannot, I can tell you my own awakening experience occurred when I came to realize that the experience here was worse than dirt. That's the truth. When, when, when the, what is speaking to you and not what you're looking at, because this unit's it's being used to speak to you, but don't think it's initiating any of this. It's not. It's just a pipeline. I thought it's, it's just a pipeline. No, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very dear pipeline to me, but it's just a pipeline. Be willing to give up having to be at one extreme or the other. Because if you're in this extreme, it carries the seed of the other extreme, and that's where you're headed. And that one carries the seed of the other one, and it, that's where you're headed. In other words, relativity goes like this and this and this. It goes round and round and round. But once it gets about here, that's when the special folks say, stop it. I've got what I want. Stop. I'm as old as I want to get, too. 
Hell, I'd have used that quite a while ago if I'd had that power. I don't. I don't have any power at all. And you may think I'm a powerful spiritual teacher, but I don't have any power but what you give me. I don't have any pain if you just, you know, like, like think about your, your dad or your, or your, um, your cousin or something. I have no influence over them because I don't give me any. <laughs> so what I will promise to do is I promise to respect any attention that you give to me. Not that I think you're special because I don't, but because I know that you're me, which is the reason that I know you're not special. Because this ain't special, your unit there, it's not special. And this, it's not special either. It's magnificent. But it really, it's just the extraordinary ordinary. And I can't tell you how many people, when I went through my kind of just, you know, where, where essentially awakeness gave up on the Fred story and just bailing out of here, do what the hell you want with it. I don't care, kill it. Torture it, whatever you want. I'm out of here. Throw it in prison. And I can't tell you how many people I've had, two or three in the last week, tell me, you know, when I got to, when things got bad enough, then I just, I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. And I just, I just, I just gave up. And boo, awakening occurred. Because you weren't special and you weren't negotiating for a certain type of an awakening that you have already envisioned and believed to be true, even when it's not. So let's move on to the second one. Oh, boy, this one's tough. And I know there's a lot of guilty parties out there, because I was a guilty party myself. Um but only for 14 years. So if you've been guilty of this for a couple of months, don't worry about it. Or a couple of years, don't worry about it. Or a decade, don't worry about it. It just doesn't matter because it's just seeing through it. And it doesn't take any time to see through it. The idea that someone is going to prepare to wake up is insane. When they're, what they're preparing to do is preparing to wake up but there's not going to be any awakening at the end because they'll just need this, they'll need that, they'll need this, they'll need that before I can be very comfortable waking up and it's feel very safe. And, and Fred only wants to feel safe, except for when he wants to feel special and safe. <laughs> so the second one is laying claim, I'm looking at my phone where I have this stuff written down. You can't see it, glare to you. Laying claim to a past awakening experience. That's number two. And this one is, whoa, way common. This one is really, there's so many guilty ones out there that it makes me feel better about having done it myself. Because what I found out is that this, this process, if we can call it that, it's a process within time. If there's no time, then <laughs> you can see where it gets a little mixed up. But it'll feel like a process in time to somebody. <clears throat> and it will feel like I had an experience. I woke up. I 
talked to somebody through this just yesterday or or day before, one of the two. I talked to the finders course people um, or the alumni, so to speak, uh, on Saturday. And then yesterday I had Satsang and the two would run together for me. So laying claim to a past awakening experience. That's exactly what I did in 1992. There was an authentic awakening here. I can only vouch for it now. I can only vouch for it later, so to speak. 14 years later, so to speak. Um, but it was authentic. It was the real deal. And uh, it was in, in um, 19. 1992, the winter of 1991-92, and or maybe it was in 1992, I don't remember. But I can tell you I certainly remember that awakening because it was just unbelievable. It was nothing I was expecting. It was completely out of the blue. I had been studying this path in 1992. I had been studying it already for 10 years, and um, I thought I had a pretty good idea of what enlightenment was going to be like when it arrived for Fred. But what happened was not anything that I expected or ever imagined or ever could imagine. That's the truth. And if you think you've got an idea of what, of what awakening looks like and you're not awake at this moment, you're dead wrong. It's nothing like that. I've never woken up anybody who said, yeah, it's what I, about what I thought. <laughs> nothing special here. Next. I have had people who said nothing special here. Next. But that was, you could barely even call it a glimpse. They just came in and out. I do rem I remember a woman in Asheville, a very devoted Hindu woman, and she uh she woke up and she went, oh, this isn't what it's like. <laughs> she was devoted to a guru she'd been following for years and years, and that's not what he had been told. So she just went back to sleep to dream the dream of a greater enlightenment. It was fine, but it was so fast, you know, but it was like, hi, ooh. <laughs> Thank God I never had to, to talk with her again because it would have been frustrating for both of us. So the past awakening experience is a myth. It has never happened to anybody. I can promise you that, I swear. And you gotta ask other people. I believe other teachers, I think they'll back me up too. This idea of an awakening, if they're not referring to their own awakening in the past, they'll 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 they will authenticate that for you. But if they are if they are referring to their own myth, the myth of me having woken up some, some X amount of years ago in India with Papa G or, uh, or or whatever, I'm just saying him because everybody went to Lucknow in the 80s to go see <clears throat> Papa G and who was a remarkable teacher, a wholly remarkable teacher. And um, I admire his, I admire his work or so to speak, although he didn't do anything. 
it's just hard to talk straight when you're talking non-duality because you got to talk out of both sides of your mouth. This side is the relative, this side is the absolute, and you got to talk out of both. And it gets very confusing for the students. I know it doesn't get confusing to me any longer. And when I read Nazir Gadatta, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 got it, got it, got it. <laughs> but it wasn't always like this for me. So uh, I'm just fortunate enough to have been stupid enough to quit projecting what enlightenment was going to be like which is the same thing as building a wall against enlightenment happening at all. Everybody woke up back in the 60s or everybody woke up 10 years ago or everybody woke up five years ago or everybody woke up last week. I woke up last week and I understand I use that language too. Remember the relative and the absolute, right? We're using both. And we're using the same words sometimes. So it's the context that really matters, not the words so much. All of the words count. I woke up last week is a lie, regardless of who says it. It would be a lie. All right, so I talk about, quote, my 2006 awakening. That's a lie. I didn't wake up in 2006 if I'm referring to a Fred Davis. I didn't actually wake up when I refer to awakeness or consciousness or whatever, you know, I don't consider them to be the same, but, uh, but we'll just throw them together just to further confuse the mix just for this one. So I, don't, I didn't wake up, period, because I am awakeness. Now, sit down and think about awakeness for a few minutes sometimes. And I want you to tell me how it was that awakeness was ever taking a nap. Awakeness has no capacity for sleep. That's just language. It's just language. It's, it's skillful language. It's helpful language when it's not killing your language. But it's the language will kill you if you believe it to the very word. People write me in. I remember you said something like this on two eighteen, uh, you know, uh, and 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 thirty four, you know, and they give me times on uh, uh, videos or whatever. You know what Nisargadatta said, don't you? If your teacher doesn't contradict himself, then he is not trying hard enough. And I keep using these male pronouns. I'm almost 70 and I live in South Carolina. There's a lot of conditioning here and I would, I'm, I'm open to getting rid of it. I'm trying to stay away from it. And I notice that it just, I don't have any control over it. It is getting better. It's all getting a whole hell of a lot better, but it was pretty bad when it, when it, when it started. Vanishing, thinning. So don't hold on because I promise you, nobody ever woke up yesterday and nobody ever woke up tomorrow. I swear to God. And understand that when your spiritual teacher tells you, I woke up 25 years ago, then he is putting a pointer out there but he's lying to you, just like I am. I don't want to lie to you, but I have no choice. I notice it can't not lie because the truth cannot be spoken. 
the truth can be that can be spoken is not the eternal truth. It just isn't. That which can be named is not the eternal truth. It is not the Tao, so to speak. So get away from this claim of enlightenment and be willing to wake up now, but be willing to wake up now as keep it, uh, keep it your mind open and get stupid if you can to where you just don't. That's what I did. I finally just got so stupid. And people around me that I talked to that woke up, they just get, they reached the great moment of stupidity, absolute stupidity, which is where I don't know what I am. I don't know what's going on here. Whoosh. And it's usually followed from a relative standpoint with the verbiage, and I don't care. That's the truth. Take it if you want. Don't dismiss it if you don't. Whatever you do is none of my business. So what's our third one here? Oh. <laughs> I see why I saved it for last. This is the deepest hole that any seeker or reseeker can dig themselves into. And you'll pardon me if I just call it what it is, but it's faking enlightenment. It's the very worst thing that can happen to a unit or a character. Now, those who have woken up, they got doubts. I get that. So if you got doubts, don't worry. The fact that you've got doubts about your about whether you are uh, enlightened or not, or whether you've really woken up or not, that ain't what I'm talking about is your doubts. That's not talking about your doubts. The one who claims to be enlightened or claims that they even that they were enlightened, the the one who has no doubts is the one to be scared of. Now, there is conviction here, but I have been chipping away at this since I was 32 years old and I'm now 68. That's a long time. Actually, maybe 30, yeah, well, 31, 32, who the hell knows? I think 30, I think it was in 1982 that, that I began this that, at this, that this journey began me because I didn't have anything to do. Well, I didn't want, want looking for spiritual anything. I was just looking for relief in my life. And some blessed little voice came in my head, said, you should study Zen. And I took that for, to, to the bank. And by God, I did. And I took Zen as far as I could take it while remaining an arrogant, special, malign, a terribly maligned individual who was also arrogant and everything else. That may have had some reason to do with the fact that I could study Zen for 10 years but not, but, and not have an awakening. But in the 10th year, I did. So I was on the right path. If you, so to speak, it's a slow damn path. I'll tell you that. I don't, don't, don't take it if you can avoid it. <laughs> and you won't take if you can avoid it. And if you don't, and if you do take it, it's because you can't avoid it. This that we're in right now, this is the unavoidable. 
Like, I don't like this. It's unavoidable. I'm not sure I want to be here. It's unavoidable. You cannot possibly avoid this. Here it is. You're not just in it, you're it. So let's get back to the idea of faking enlightenment. You may not even know that you're faking enlightenment. You may, but if you secretly know that you're actually enlightened, but it's not being recognized, right, by people who have been, you know, declared (laughs) awakened for a long time or something like that. I mean, I don't even know how to put it. But if you're secretly enlightened, um, you're you're probably not enlightened. Um, Doesn't mean that people don't wake up and 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 um, not share this. Plenty of people do. Most people wake up and don't share this. So that doesn't mean that's not what I'm talking about when I say secretly enlightened. I mean, secretly enlightened is I just know in my heart. I'm really enlightened. I know in my heart. I just feel it. It's not recognizable to anybody else. <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> but I, can, I just know it. I just know it. Fred's enlightened. Oh, Fred's amazing. He's enlightened. Woo! Enlightened Fred, man. Is that a, is that a, 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 what a load to bear, huh? But that's what I had to do. So from 1992 to 2016, I can look back now and see that there was oscillation because there were glimpses in between 1990. I don't know that I'd had an authentic glimpse before 92. I may have. I just can't recall it. I can't recall really much of anything beyond 1992. I can remember, you know, foolish doing this and foolish doing that, but none of it amounts to anything. But in 1992, a whiteness woke up to the truth of itself through this unit. And it was a whiteness's party, and it was for a whiteness's benefit, and it happened when a whiteness allowed it. But right after it happened, Fred claimed it. I woke up. See, this is the past awakening. Now we're beginning to mix some of these things. I woke up. I surely did. I was awake. I had it. It was special. It was great. It was, I was so free. Everything I could, I could see that everything was oneness. I don't think that everybody's experiencing all of these things. I'm just throwing a lot of stuff out there because chances are you're going to experience one or more of these things. But you don't, you know, when you read a book and it, you know, and, and it says, <clears throat> and, and then the guru lived with a chicken for two years, right? You don't need to go out and live with a chicken for two years. You can, like, like learn from the guru. <laughs> that when he was living with that chicken, he wasn't waking up. If he was, it wasn't the chickens for doing. We like to pawn awakening off on something that 
we, the character, the imaginary character, we like to pretend that it's the result of something the imaginary character did. I went and I stayed in a cave for six weeks in India or in the jungle for, for two months in Thailand or, or six months or a year in Thailand, whatever. I've been wandering around India for five years and When somebody tries to, when somebody around me, if you don't say anything and we meet, I may very well think, golly, I mean, I guess he's, I guess he's enlightened because he's not asking me any questions or whatever. So he, he must have it already, which would be fine. I won't check it. I won't test you unless you address me. But if you address me, then you better be shooting straight. Because if you're not, I'm going to tell you because I owe it to you to tell you. And I will tell you whether we are alone or we are in a crowd. And the reason I will do that is that I do not talk to people that don't pay me to talk to them about this. So it's not going to be like I caught you on a street corner. It's going to mean you came to me in search of the truth and believing that I'm had something to do with it. And you're just not liking the truth. So you're hoping I was wishing I'll tell you some other truth, but I'm just going to tell you as you know the closest the truth as language can get. <clears throat> but I'm going to actually, if you allow me to, I'm going to actually show you enlightenment. That's what counts. All the talking about enlightenment in the world may help, but it's probably not going to turn the screw. It's probably not going to do the job in the end. I only say that because there are millions of seekers right now trying that method and they're not waking up. There are at the very least hundreds of thousands of non-dualists who are fighting for some other the truth, some other truth than the one I offer, and they're not waking up. They may be having some experiences. Because that's what happened to me in 1992. It was, an, it was a spiritual experience It was a, that accompanied an awakening. And I thought the spiritual experience was the awakening. And that's what I'm claiming is that spiritual experience was an awakening by God. And I knew it and I had it. But the one who's saying that is going to be the character. So an imaginary character is never going to wake up to the fact that it's an imaginary character. That can't happen, can it? That's like if I had a dummy here and the dummy was waiting for the dummy to wake up. Nothing would happen because it'd just be a dummy there. There'd be no chance that the dummy was going to wake up to the truth. And this is a dummy. A, it is an animated dummy, but it's just a dummy. It's not, I actually do have a dummy in my closet. I've never used it, but I bought it. Charlie McCarthy. The, the, uh, it's challenging. But I do have a dummy. And, uh, and when we sit together, uh, he does sit on my knee instead of vice versa. But we're both dummies. <laughs> I'm... I so-called Fred, so-called, I'm pulling his chain and God's pulling mine. Right? I'm, 
do this, do this, and do this, do this. <laughs> and it's not like God's up there, like the God, the Greek gods on Mount Olympus or anything like that. I don't mean that. If you're hearing that, unhear it. What I'm talking about is everything's just happening. Everything's just happening. And everything's happening at once. Examine your former lives and see if they are former lives or are they simultaneous lives. Might be worth your looking at. Because simultaneous lives, boy, there's truth in that. There is a lot of truth in that. I don't know about a truth in former. I have no objection if that's the way you want to feel a thing. Act. Good luck with it. The, uh, I'm not saying that people like that can't have wonderful experiences and kundalini this and all that. <clears throat> I'm just telling you, if they don't wake up to the truth that I'm offering, they're not awake. They may think they're awake and they may teach like they're awake and you may believe they're awake and you want to, may want to be awake like they are not. <laughs> Adam, buddy, how long has this thing been going on? I put my little uh, clock on. Oh my God, it's 40 minutes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me get the hell off the of ear. I've said enough. See you later. Love you. Bye-bye.